All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. I am hosting today. Ken is playing hooky. Uh, 608-75-7914. We're going to talk about Trump in a little bit. I don't know if you guys heard. Trump's open to having uh, foreign governments help him win an election. Did we do this already? 2016? Do we care about this? We're going to. It's it's a pretty big deal. We're going to bring Keith Knudsen on in about 10 minutes, and he's going to um, talk about it better than I can because he is a political scientist at Viterbo, and I like sports. <laughs> um, a couple other things before we get to that. I just uh, – Moon Tunes is tonight, so if you're trying to get there, starts at 5.30. You probably – if you haven't left already, you probably should leave because traffic's crazy, because Second Street is closed. Roads to get to Riverside Park are closed. Some, not all, like State Street right here is open. Uh, Third Street's down to one lane. And if you're going to go to Moon Tunes, they ask that you park in the parking ramps. It's free to park in the parking ramps. Just go uh, park there and then go to the kiosk and type in your license plate number. That's all you need to do. First three hours are always free, and then after 6 p.m. is free, so you're good. And, you know, if you're driving with somebody and you're going to go to the parking ramps, have that person download the app on their phone, and then they can just, you can you can register, right, as you're driving there. You don't even have to, you know, really be in a stall at that point. You just register that you're in the ramp, and then when you get there, hope there's a spot, because probably a lot of people are going to be at Moon Tunes. Um, tonight's, it's, it's a Ryan Howe's Jackson Brown tribute, and uh, again, that starts at 530 at Riverside Park. Uh, one story I saw as I was looking through the news today, aside from the, all the Trump stuff, was a Des Moines suburb wants people to register their doorbell cameras. I thought that was kind of interesting. So the police there um, want you to just to register. Hey, if you have a doorbell camera or if you have, like, a security system camera that would oversee, you know, maybe the streets or at least your driveway where, where you could see a car driving by or a car parked out front, uh, the police would like the, – the police in a Des Moines suburb would, would love to, you know, know that – and then you to register so that if they have something go down that maybe they think your camera might have caught, they could go and ask your permission to use, you know, whatever files you have from that time frame and obviously look to see if they caught what they caught, which was interesting because we had just a, you know, well, I talked about yesterday, somebody apparently, allegedly, throwing bacon-wrapped screws on the ground, in, you know, by the sidewalk in, in La Crosse, now, whether that's true or not, I'm still not sure because we didn't really, I mean, all the social media posts have disappeared. The police reports seem kind of sketchy. Um, it could be true, but we don't know. We don't have any pictures. And there's, you know, like if somebody had their security system in that general area, they might even caught the person doing that. Uh, 608-785-7914 if you guys want to get in. If you have an opinion on that, let me know. Um, if, are, would you feel comfortable the police knowing that you have a security system or a doorbell camera and then, um, are you good with them using your stuff to to get their to get their your information? Um, one other thing, uh, Shopco I believe is closing June 16th. Are you guys sad about that? Uh, we're gonna go to the phones here. I don't have my caller ID up, so good luck. Who's this? Hello, go ahead, caller. Two nights in a row. Two nights in a row. I know. You're doing good. Well, I just started. I can't. I, if I screwed up already, that would be bad. Well, you're doing all right. <laughs> um, this morning on the Mike Hayes show, the libertarian guy called him. 
with okay. some very interesting facts and figures on the civic new building they want to build down the center. Okay. Now, if he's listening, he should call in sometime today so the public can understand just what this thing is going to cost. Okay, so you... He had all the facts and figures. You're not cool with having a new science center at UW Lacrosse? I ain't talking about the science center. Oh. I'm talking about the center downtown. Oh, Lacrosse Center, my bad. I'm sorry. Look, yeah, the Lacrosse Center. Well, we already yeah. know it's going to cost $42 million, right? Yeah, but this guy went on beyond what the city's been telling us and is telling us in the approximate interest rates what that place is really going to cost. Okay. So, he, he, in other words, he's like a businessman sitting down to figure out if it's feasible or not. Okay. So so he's looking at it on an all different. In other words, he's looking at it like he's spending his own money or my money, not the city spending everybody's money. Yeah. So if he's calling or could call in sometime tonight and kind of explain it. Okay, so you're not cool with that. What would you say? Just get rid of the, the lacrosse center then or what? Well, I'm not saying that, but when you start to figure out it's 42 mil, uh, Walker's going to give us $5 million from the generosity of his heart. Mm -hmm. So we got $37 million out there. Yeah. Okay, and you figure that out over 20 years or 30 years, some pretty, pretty tough payments per month. Well, I said we should put a solar solar panels on the roof to help pay for electricity. Well, that might help a little better. Also, water wheel out in front. The river's high right now. There's a lot of current. Yeah, we could do that. Build a dam right there. Yeah, just like an old flower mill. <laughs> yeah. All right. Over in Hoka. All right? Yeah. So, so. libertarians listening, call in. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Uh, we're going to get one more call before we hit news. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm just amazed, and it's laughable that you media guys, after almost four years of covering Trump, have no idea that when he's playing you. He uh, he's being interviewed by George Stephanopoulos, the uh, advisor to Clinton. That would be President Clinton, who accepted more money from foreign sources than any. Any person probably accepts money from national sources. Okay, what do you and accept so, money? What do you accept money for? For elections, for campaign money. Oh, did he get dirt on his opponents? Oh, uh, well, well. Now the thing is, is that Trump said you don't know what they have until you listen to them, and then you throw them out of your office, and then you call the FBI. No, he didn't say that. He didn't say that at all. He did. He did say that. No, he, he said he, he wouldn't call the he FBI. He did say it, and you're listening to media that doesn't play the whole conversation. Okay, so he said he wouldn't call the FBI if the. Well, he wouldn't call the FBI if he didn't know what the guy, the person was saying. You don't. You don't. Just you know. You could. Are you going to call the FBI if I call you up and say, Rick, I want to meet with you? Um. I don't know. No, what are you're going to meet with me. I'm not, find out I'm not running say, for office. And then you're going to call the throw you throw me out of your office. I'm not and running then you're for office. Call the FBI. That's what Trump said. I'm not running for office. I would probably meet with you if you had some dirt because I'm a journalist. So. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and the, and. But I'm not running played, for office. He played Stephanopoulos because Stephanopoulos was the advisor to one of the most you know the I, most one of the most corrupt politicians. 
in the world. Yeah. Well, at least second most corrupt to the president, right? I got to go. Clyde, I got to go because I got to get news, and then I want to get Keith in here. And you can call back and talk to Keith about it, right? He's going to know better than than I, all right? No. Well, you you got to bone up and start learning. I don't have to. I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna hit a break here, Eric. Um, Eric, hold tight if you want. It's gonna be like three three minutes. Your son Don Jr. is up before the Senate Intelligence Committee today, and again, he's not charged with anything. In retrospect, though, not, only, think- not only wasn't he charged, if you read it, with all of the horrible fake news. I mean, I was reading that my son was going to go to jail. This is a good young man that he was going to go to jail, and then the report comes out. And they didn't even say they, they, they were the doctor. Should he have gone to the FBI when he got that email? Okay, let's put yourself in a position. You're a congressman. Somebody comes up and says, "Hey, I have information on your opponent." Do you call the FBI? I this don't think. Coming from I'll tell you what, you do. I've seen a lot of things over my life. I don't think in my whole life I've ever called the FBI. In my whole life, I don't, you don't call the FBI. You throw somebody out of your office. You do whatever. Al you Gore got a stolen briefing book. He called the FBI. Well, that's different. A stolen briefing book. This isn't a stolen. This is somebody that said we have information on your opponent. Oh, let me call the FBI. Give me a break. Life doesn't the work. The FBI that way. director says that's what should happen. The FBI director is wrong. Your campaign this time around, if foreigners, if Russia, if China, if someone else offers you information on the opponent, should they accept it or should they call the FBI? I think maybe you do both. I think you might want to listen. I don't, there's nothing wrong with listening. If somebody called from a country, Norway, we have information on your opponent. Oh, I think I'd want to hear it. You want that kind of interference in our elections? It's not an interference. They have information. I think I'd take it. If I thought there was something wrong, I'd go maybe to the FBI, if I thought there was something wrong. But when somebody comes up with oppo research, right, they come up with oppo research, oh, let's call the FBI. The FBI doesn't have enough agents to take care of it. But you go and talk honestly to congressmen. They all do it. They always have. And that's the way it is. It's called oppo research. All right. That was Donald Trump on ABC News last night. A little snippet of that interview. Uh, we're going to bring Keith Knutson on, the turbo political scientist on. Hey, Keith, how's it going? It's going well. Good to talk with you. Good. Uh, good to talk to you, too. Um, we had a couple of calls already about this, and I was like, I can't answer that. I'm bringing Keith in. Call me back. But uh, for, uh, did you? Did well, well, you? Well, thanks for giving me the chance. Yeah. Did you listen to this interview in its entirety, or did you just read about it? Well, how did you take it in? No, I I, I, I was just aware of it through uh, uh, my radio news source this morning. Okay. Um, and and I, I mean, a lot of people that I've been listening to are, are pretty dumbfounded by by the things that he said. Did you, how did you feel? Uh, well, certainly uh, I was surprised, and I think many uh, uh, Republican members of Congress are, are quite surprised. Um, uh, someone who's become an ally, Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, um, uh, I heard today uh, saying, look, if uh, somebody uh, from a foreign country comes to you with uh, opposition research, the first thing you do is call the FBI. So I think that this is um, uh, one of those developments where President Trump is beginning to uh, throw out some challenges to his uh, Republican allies in the Congress. The, uh, uh, the tariff threats against Mexico uh, were uh, uh, indicating that uh, we were moving in that direction where Republicans were beginning to uh, potentially peel off from the president a bit. And I think uh, this uh, statement is uh, more dramatic uh, in, uh, in that direction. 
Uh, we got a text that says, well, he says he agreed with the last caller. President Trump said, if you listen and if it's bad, you call the FBI. I don't know if he's quoting Trump there exactly, but um, <laughs> if, if Trump will listen and if it's bad, he's not calling the FBI, you know, right? Well, who knows what President Trump is going to be doing. Um, and, of course, uh, running in 2020, he will run as an incumbent president. So there's, in my estimation, Rick, there's an even bigger issue here. Uh, we've been asking the question, is President Trump's behavior in office um, uh, leading us in a downward spiral in terms of our public morality and ethics? Um, and, and so once again, uh, just as uh, on the campaign trail when the president, when the candidate Trump said, Gee, I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue, and my supporters would still uh, be be supporting me. Um, here, he just uh, publicly uh, makes a, a blatant statement of uh, uh, what his behavior would be, um, and the uh, behavior which, uh, for uh, every single American citizen, uh, should be, uh, of course, unacceptable behavior. Uh, foreign governments should not be. Um, influencing our elections. Um, now, part of what Trump said is, I think I want to hear it, you know, information, dirt, if you will, on one of his political, you know, somebody running against him for president. Trump said, I think I want to hear it. There's nothing wrong with listening. Okay, what's wrong with listening? Uh, foreign governments should not be influencing our elections. Um, if this is done uh, on the sly, secretly, then whoever is doing it is open to blackmail. Um, our, our own history, we have influenced other countries' elections. Uh, when I've learned about this, we've, we've thought of ourselves as so influential in other people's elections, so significant for us that we should be able to do that. But there's always been the presumption we, our elections should not be influenced. Of course, in 2016, candidate Trump uh, publicly, openly said, Russia, um, if you're out there, uh, please find 30,000 lost emails of Hillary Clinton. So uh, for Donald Trump, this has been his mode of operation, and I do think it's a clear indication that our public norms are being undermined. It's kind of funny how, how this works because – you know, at first, going back in time a little bit, he had his his son Donald Trump Jr. and others within his campaign take a meeting with, you know, some some Russian tied to the Kremlin, uh, and they initially they said it was about what what was it about uh, like children, right, orphans? They, they uh, said, yes, uh, the Magnitsky Act. Um, uh, uh, a journalist in Russia who was killed by Putin and in retaliation then. Um, uh, uh, the United States uh, Congress passed a law uh, signed by President Obama that uh, we would prevent uh, 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 adoptions out of Russia. Um, uh, and, and, of course, on, on the, the sort of infamous uh, of Trump Tower uh, meeting with the Russian lawyer, um, uh, President Trump on Air Force One, uh, we now know, wrote a, uh, well, lie about what that meeting was about right like it started out it started out as a meeting about orphan babies as if trump would want to be able to bring in 
immigrants or migrant children. <laughs> like, yeah, we need to bring more of those in. And then they, they slowly have spun it to, you know, he, he writes that letter, that's a lie, and then they slowly spin it until, yeah, it's okay, it was okay. We didn't know that we couldn't talk to a foreign adversary about our political opponents. Right. Well, ignorance is uh, generally not considered uh, to be an acceptable excuse for breaking the law. Unless you're a Trump. It, 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 ignorance should be no excuse for breaking the law, whoever the person is. Uh, we got we got Eric from Sparta here on, on the hold here, Keith. I'm going to put him okay. on. Eric, you there? Go ahead. I am here. Uh, Hello, Eric. Good to talk to you again. I turned it down. I turned it down. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, you seem to be taking the uh, typical liberal line that anything President does, President Trump does, is wrong. Uh, let me ask you a few questions about you personally, sir, about your your uh, personal proclivities. Do you think this, this bill, the uh, Born Alive uh, Protection Act for children born alive out of abortions? Okay, Eric, should, Eric, we're just... That's not what we're talking about. We're not going to start an abortion conversation right now, um, especially one as ridiculous as that. Um, and and, and I, I would just take one exception with Eric's statement, um, uh, that I'm taking the typical liberal line against everything President Trump does. The president of the United States, whoever it is, does a lot of stuff. Um, we're talking about this one specific um, uh, area of his 2016 campaign, and now what he has to say about his uh, potential behavior in the, the 2020 campaign. So uh, uh, it, it's not about everything President Trump does. This is a very specific incident. Uh, let's see here. 608 if you want to get in. we got one more call, Keith, and then we're going to go to news. And uh, here, here we go. I don't know who it is. Caller, who's this? This is Tom. Hey, Tom, go ahead. So isn't the whole steel dossier uh, something that was bought for and paid for by Hillary Clinton in her campaign? Isn't that what you would consider I'm not uh, opposition even research that Hillary to a foreign government? The campaign initiated it, but uh, the Republicans uh, initiated it. <laughs> um, the, the, the dossier did uh, get into the hands of uh, the FBI. Of course, that became part of the investigation. Is that all you got, Tom? Yeah, sure, that's fine, because I'm not going to convince you of anything else. Oh, well, go ahead. If you want to talk back, what do you got? No, that's fine. I appreciate the offer. Thanks. Bye. All right. Uh, hey, Keith, we're good. Uh, well, let's, let's get one more call here before before we go. It's Main Street Guy. Uh, Bruce Wayne, go ahead. Hey, uh, hey Keith. Uh, it's good to, good to hear you on the radio. Um, Thank I'm you. I'm disagreeing with most of the uh, the color of the things that you are saying. Uh, the, the slant, but I'm not going to dismiss you because I know you're a learner, Derek. Uh, I, I uh, just want to maybe if you can answer one question, I can kind of figure out where you're coming from. Uh, Let's see what happens. Do you believe that? Do you believe that the uh, Julius and Ethel Rosenberg were innocent? Um, I, I, I I've not studied that case. Uh, of course, it's, it's in every uh, textbook. Um, uh, I was talking with someone the other day of this who knows uh, much more about it than I do and uh, thought potentially that uh, Julius uh, had been an agent of the Soviet Union, but perhaps not Ethel. But, boy, that goes back a long way. Um, I'm not so sure about the connection with the current circumstance. I just wanted to kind of get more of a feel about where you're coming from. But, okay, Th thanks for your help. Okay. 
Pleasure talking with you. All right. Hey, uh, we're going to hit Scott's comment here in news, and, and we'll be right back. Hold tight. All right, we're back here on the Crosstalk PM. We're talking with Keith Knudsen from Viterbo, political scientist at Viterbo University. He knows more about Trump and foreign influence and, you know, all that good stuff. He, he knows more about that than me. Um, yeah, we're doing a little – you're doing a show on your own at, your, at a friend's house in Madison, uh, Keith, and then we're doing a show off air, and now we're doing a show on air. Yeah, right. It's back to be, uh, good to be back on air with you now. <laughs> Um, I got a couple of texts here. Uh, let's see. I got to kind of read them. Uh, uh, one said that one said all caps not against the law. Is is it against the law to take uh, you know information from a foreign government to, to against your political opponent? I I I I take it it is not because we saw in the 2016 campaign. Um, Donald Trump Jr. Uh, when. Uh, 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 the British publicist Gold, uh, Goldsmith, I can't think of his first name, sent uh, Don Jr. a message, uh, uh, got dirt on Hillary from the Russians. Uh, Don Jr. said, love it, let's get together. Um, and uh, he has not been charged with a crime. So I think that is not a crime. That is not against the law. I think we as Americans, um, prior to President Trump, presumed that our candidates for office were not going to work with uh, foreign governments in their efforts to get elected. Um, this, this, this is more a convention, Rick. Uh, 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 now, uh, if, if money were to, uh, uh, accepting foreign money is against the law, um, uh, and I'm sure that uh, you could get a legal scholar uh, who would be familiar with the law to be able to fill, fill us in more with this, but I think on the face of it, we have to accept that we know from the Mueller report the Trump campaign had contacts with um, uh, Russian uh, agents of, of, of the government, and uh, we haven't uh, 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 we haven't seen those crimes. The crimes Papadopoulos and others who've been convicted um, uh, have been for their lying about their contact. So we can we know they're lying about it. Right. Um, therefore, we can assume that they don't really want the public to know about it. Exactly. Well, we now know about it, but they're not going to jail for that. Uh, we got a call here. We're just going to go to the phone. Uh, is this John? Yes. John, go ahead. I would like to ask um, if it was illegal for Hillary and her campaign to give money to the Russians to create this dossier uh, as uh, Apple Research, or what the uh, legal ramifications were of the uh, Hillary's campaign dealing with Ukraine getting dirt on Trump. Okay. Um, uh, still on the line. What? What? Where is he? Where is he getting this evidence? Um, so we, we just talked about the Steele dossier off air. Yeah, and I can, I, I can read that real I'll read that real um, quick. Uh, go ahead. Go the, ahead. The Steele dossier, conservatives tied to the Washington Free Beacon were behind the initial contracting of a group tied to the Steele as part of opposition research against then-candidate Trump. The Beacon dropped the project once Trump won the Republican Party nomination for president. So 
conservative True. side. And then the Clinton campaign and the DNC gave $15 million funneled through uh, Perkins Coie, a law firm, and paid for it and pushed it, promoted it. Okay, so the Steele dossier is is, good, is not fake news then? We're, we're good with the sure. Steele dossier even, being... Even, even uh, uh, Stephanopoulos uh, admitted that on TV. Okay, because every time we bring up the Steele dossier any other day of the week, it's ahead, fake news. Go ahead. Every other day we bring up the Steele dossier any other day of the week, it's fake news. All of it's fake. It, does, it doesn't even, it doesn't it even exist, and, it's, it's, and they're all lies. Pure, pure... Nothing has ever been proven from okay. the Steele dossier, with the exception of the fact that the Democrats and the D, uh, Clinton campaign and the DNC paid for it. Okay, so, well, uh, uh, first of all, that's well, not it, true. It, it, I think John just acknowledged they paid to get that information, however much they paid. Right. Um, uh, but I think they paid a, a domestic entity of, of, I don't know if the law firm he cited is the firm that bought or sold the so-called Steele dossier, but Steele himself was a is a British uh, a former British diplomat. Um, he had been hired to try to find out this this opposition research on Donald Trump, um, uh, and of course uh, some of that that investigation was Trump's contacts and his his uh, he made some trips to Russia to Miss Universe pageant that sort of thing. Um, but I. I, I I think John is wrong that, that um, I don't believe the Democrats, Hillary Clinton, uh, paid Russia for this. I think it was domestically produced um, opposition research, um, and uh, that uh, purchase of information um, is pretty well known, and there's been no legal ramifications. So I, um, I, I think people just go down this road trying to, bring up a, an alternative storyline. Right, yeah, it's, it's, we're just deflecting. It's just like, you know, Trump does something and then we yell, Obama, what if Obama did it? Or Obama did this, and then it's like, well, okay, but Trump's doing it now, so like, we're, he's the president now. Or Hillary did this. Well, Hillary isn't the president. She hasn't been in the government since, what, 2010 or so? <laughs> so but, in 2012, like, she left the office of yeah. Secretary of State. But, look, uh, we're not, uh, I, 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 I'm not um, saying, I'm not acknowledging that whatever Hillary Clinton and her campaign did is comparable to what Donald Trump and his campaign did. They're, 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 it's clear uh, Vladimir Putin and Russia uh, was working very hard to, to uh, help defeat Hillary Clinton. Um, I, I don't know that they were trying to help Trump get the nomination, um, but certainly once that was achieved, uh, uh, a lead, well, even leading up to it, once uh, once Trump uh, got in the lead, I, I, I think that that's when those meetings started to happen. I think um, I think we could be all op opposed to all of this stuff. The idea of getting some dirt on your political opponent from a, a foreign government, especially Russia, isn't going to be great because then Russia either you said it before could blackmail you if it's all done in secret. Or you owe Russia something, so maybe we'll let you build a Trump Tower in our country, you know. Or, well, you know, we'll just, we'll, we'll give you something on the side. So I, well, I just then, don't understand and, why we're and, cool. And then also, Rick, this ties into um, uh, some of the uh, so-called news stories um, that are developed out of uh, Russian agents, uh, which uh, uh, 
of course, the president likes to use the term fake news, but I, I, I would talk about engineered uh, uh, false news stories um, that uh, uh, we know, and we know it from the Mueller report. It, we, last time we talked, I acknowledged I read it, and we can read about uh, uh, the Russian efforts to plant news stories uh, to influence American voters' decisions. Right, and I feel like sometimes callers come and, and they say Hillary Clinton played $15 million for something, and they're probably reading one of those news stories. But we're going to go to the phone lines. Uh, oh, that one, that person is gone. Uh, I think this is, yeah, caller, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I think you guys should take this act back to the bodega. Uh, it's all just spin that you got from MSNBC. These people that talked to uh, or offered Trump opposition research uh, were not the Russian government. They were some folks that happened to live in Russia. And Trump does business with people all over the world. All right, so you're cool with so, so you're cool with it. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, and Greg. It's not a foreign government. People that live in I thought you uh, liberals don't believe in borders, and you want a bunch of foreigners to come here and vote. How's that for meddling in our elections? That's, that's mixing the issues for sure. Um, uh, I think we're uh, all as Americans, hopefully, uh, intent on uh, securing our. Um, the integrity of our elections. Um, of course, we are a country of uh, primarily immigrants. Uh, we should keep in mind Native Americans. Um, and uh, uh, the, the issue of immigration is something quite different from election influence. So I, I think that this caller is just trying to, you know, take us down a, 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 a different road. Uh, it's uh, what you've been calling deflection, Rick. Yeah, uh, we're going to go uh, one more caller here before we go to a break. Uh, caller, go ahead. Chris? Well, it looks like the collusion delusion is alive and well. And what do you mean, caller? You know, one of my favorite things to do is to uh, call out hypocrisy. And and, and what's so the hypocrisy? If you, um, if you, you, it's helpful to know. Why don't Why don't we if you identify we look what you're at Adam Schiff's, Let's look at Adam Schiff's telephone conversation with somebody who he thought was a Russian ambassador. And he's sitting there basically salivating over the idea of getting naked pictures of Donald Trump to blackmail him with. And the idea that the DNC was funded by the DNC. So we can be aware of what it is. What? I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Uh, I, I'm not aware of this uh, story. If you would send a link to the radio station, then we could investigate it and. Uh, uh, have a discussion well, just of, uh, Google, with a degree of knowledge about Google, Google Adam Schiff, Russian telephone conversation, naked pictures, Trump. <laughs> he has a conversation with people who he sincerely believed were Russian officials trying to get naked pictures of Trump. It turned out that they were a couple of uh, guys from a radio station who were spoofing him. Okay, so everybody knows about that. So okay. you're cool with? Is, is, is there another issue of some substance you wanted to present, caller? <laughs> is it? No, I, I'm just I'm pointing out a no. couple of guys that it's the equivalent of watching a one-legged guy in a butt-kicking contest. You caller, we're we're not going to respond to that kind of um, uh, language to you. 
um, you, you might be prepared to at least uh, engage the conversation with some degree of respect. Yeah, all right. Um, Keith, we're going to take another two-minute break, and, and we'll be right back. Uh, 608 7914 if you want to get in and talk about Trump's comments last night, about he, he'd be cool with accepting foreign help to against his political opponents. Uh, we got to call... And Keith, and we have Viterbo University political science professor Keith Knutson on. Um, I got a couple of texts here. I don't. Your guest is totally full of BS and deserves no respect. <laughs> There's one for oh. you, Keith. Okay. Um, I guess that's the price one pays uh, uh, going on the radio. And then uh, someone texts in: If the so-called professor, so you're a so-called professor, doesn't know about Adam Schiff getting punked, he should be. He should go bye-bye. I Googled this uh, Adam Schiff. The guy told me to Google the caller. Adam Schiff, Russian phone, naked pictures, Trump. And uh, I got a couple of links. One inc- one includes uh, Russian television, so Russian state media. So And and a lot of, like, really weird links. Uh, wonk it. Uh, that, well, that... before we get together again, uh, Rick, uh, uh, we both will investigate that storyline. And then uh, your caller's... Uh... Uh, we'll at least uh, uh, be able to talk with us about something we've researched. Yeah, we could do a um, whole show on uh, naked pictures of Trump. Right. Um, uh, you know, another uh, uh, issue of um, a foreign government, not influence uh, of our government, but um, the president's view on how to influence a foreign government, uh, he's been rescinding some number of the executive orders that President Obama engaged in uh, opening up Cuba. Uh, and one element of that is baseball players, Cuban baseball players, uh, being uh, able to directly come to the United States and, and play in, in, in Major League Baseball. And uh, uh, Trump rescinded that executive order, and now he's kind of, as I understand it, dangling it out to Major League Baseball. But um, uh, one of the president's negotiating positions is that, um, of course, there are Major League Baseball players from Venezuela, and maybe Major League Baseball should try to help uh, – uh, bringing down the, uh, uh, presidency in Venezuela of, uh, Nicolas Maduro, uh, someone who well should leave office. But one wonders about the president's judgment in trying to persuade Major League Baseball, uh, to, uh, uh do such work on behalf of the, uh, 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 government of the United States of America. That, that, that doesn't seem like a very effective approach to getting diplomatic results. Uh, to me. Well, the way I see part of that Cuba issue is he's just trying to win votes in Florida. Like <laughs> like that, he's pandering to Florida votes there, and obviously Florida is important in 2020. Yes, um, uh, as it was in uh, 2016, um, and uh, a very close election in Florida in, in 2018 as, as, as well. Um, and I guess, can we just, one more, one more time, uh, you know, w- when we get off topic, everyone wants to get off topic. The topic Today is, is what Trump said about, you know, allowing a foreign government, taking information from a foreign government and using it against his political opponents in our election. And, and nobody seems, well, nobody that's calling or texting in because, you know, wisdom is a little slanted to the right. Uh, but nobody seems to have a problem with that. Why, we should have a problem with this, right? Uh, even members of uh, the president's uh, party in the Congress, um, uh, uh, are beginning to speak up uh, about the uh, impropriety of such 
language and uh, of such an attitude. Um, and then the media goes to the biggest picture of President Trump. We've been waiting now for over two years for this president to become, quote-unquote, presidential. Um, and, uh, of course, Trump is famous for digging in and uh, not acknowledging a mistake and not apologizing and always attacking. Um, and uh, this might be uh, uh, an issue which uh, doesn't bring about a break between the president and, and the Republican Party and the Congress, but uh, uh, maybe some more members other than just Justin Amish in the House of Representatives are going to begin to see the president for what someone like me sees him as, um, uh, thwarting the norms of our political community um, and uh, uh, not being willing to be restricted by the, the moral and ethical strictures we expect of our uh, political leaders. Um, is, he, is he just setting the table here? You know, we got about a year and a half or so for the election. He's slowly going to, like, grind us into making, uh, like, things like this okay. Is that kind of the point? Well, my point is things like this are not okay. Um, and, uh, again, with some of the Republicans in the Senate uh, uh, speaking up about this, um, I, I think we as a society um, need to and should come to a conclusion this, uh, this is not okay. Um, and uh, to have the President of the United States talking like this, that's not okay as well. Right. All right. Thanks a lot, Keith, for, for coming on and, and, you know, interrupting your, your day with your friends there and your own political discussions you guys are having there in Madison. <laughs> well, 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 back into that one. Uh, uh, a great pleasure talking with you, Rick, and uh, uh, all the best to all of your uh, listeners and, and the callers today. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thank you. And that's all the time we have for today. Uh, Mike Meyer will be in here tomorrow. Brewers are off tonight. NBA Finals are tonight. I want the Warriors to win because I want it to go seven. Thanks a lot, guys.